This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 156. Three conversational phrases for a sports event. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. Opening up a conversation about sports is a fantastic way to connect with a native speaker in English. Find out how you can do it with fun sports examples from Lindsay and Aubrey today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Lindsay, do you like to watch sporting events live? I do, actually. Even though I don't really follow the sports, I like going to a baseball game. I like going to hockey games. I've never been to a football game. I don't think I need to. I hear that's more fun to watch on TV. No, I've never been to a football game, actually. No, they're way more fun live. I went when I was a freshman at college. I went to every football game, college football, especially, I think. College um, football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I've I don't know about NFL. Games, I haven't but... gone to like a, yeah, you know, no, a professional game, but college football is so oh, fun. Yeah. College football is quite a culture, isn't it? It's there's a whole culture around college football and it's fun. Um, what about you? So you like going to football games? Anything else? Any other I do. Sports? Yeah. Oh, man. I think I love every sport live except <laughs> golf. Golf is boring, oh, whether God. it's on TV or live, in my opinion. <laughs> I've never gone to a golf tournament, but I feel like I'd be like, where's the hole? I can't see. I don't I know. know. <laughs> I did. I went to the PGA. There's a big tournament oh. here in Phoenix. And there were lots mm. of famous people golfing. You'd think it'd be so interesting. Oh. No, it's not. Like, you're you're not yeah. close enough to really see what's happening. No. It's more, I think people more go to, like, eat and drink and socialize. And you're kind of yeah. aware there's a golf game go- going on over there. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably also a business thing, too. And, and you know, it's it's even a more interesting conversation. Michelle and I have talked about this a few times, how a lot of business takes place at sports games. You know, often oh, yeah. we end up going with our colleagues. I know um, in the past with my partners, you got box seats for mm-hmm. um, for her company and we were able to go and sit there and, you, you know, t- typically the colleagues would go together to watch a baseball mm-hmm. game. And so you're talking about sports together. Right? Exactly. And a lot of yeah. networking is done. You're introduced to other people who you might mm-hmm. later be able to have a good business working relationship with. Yeah, yes. a lot of that happens at golf tournaments and baseball games. And yeah, it's, it's good. So it's true. a really great place to make those connections. What about tennis? Have you ever seen tennis live? I haven't. No, I bet you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. We saw a Venus and Serena Williams match, which oh, was fun in 2018. Yeah, that's so awesome. Fun. I would love so that. Fun. Yeah, so cool. So guys, sports games live are where it's at. What does that expression mean, Aubrey? Where it's at? Yeah, this is a fun expression to mean it's really fun. It's something you want to attend. It's where mm-hmm. good things are happening. 
<laughs> exactly. And do we hear anything about sports on the IELTS exam? Yeah, definitely. The IELTS speaking test, sports come up all the time. Mm-hmm. You might be asked in part one about what types of sports you like to do or what sports you like to watch. Okay. In part two, you might be asked to describe a live sporting events you, uh, event you attended. And even in part three, you could be asked to compare the differences between sports today and in the past or how you think they'll change in the future. So this could oh. come up all over on IELTS speaking. You definitely need a lot of high-level vocabulary to describe different sports. Okay, this is important. So, Aubrey, where can our listeners learn more about IELTS? Yeah, if you're not aware, we have a podcast for IELTS called IELTS Energy. Jessica and I publish three episodes every week. Sometimes Lindsay's there, sometimes Michelle. We have lots of great guests. So Mm -hmm. be sure to follow IELTS Energy wherever you find your podcasts. Awesome. Excellent. So today we're going to give our listeners something very simple, straightforward, but so useful, right? We're going to have three phrases to help start a conversation. Maybe if you are at that game and again, you turn to your colleague, right? And you want to start a conversation because it's really about building relationships. I think at most sports games, most people aren't 100% focused on the game all the time. There's food, there's beer, there's conversation, there's other stuff going on. A hundred percent. And there's always downtime between innings at a baseball game or, you know, the halftime show there's, or there's timeouts, right? There's Mm -hmm. always a lot of time where nothing's really happening in the game. It's a great chance to chat with the the people you're near. It's so true. It's so true. Oh man. So good. So let's start with the first one. What is it, Aubrey? Yeah. So imagine you're at a Red Sox game. This is Boston's baseball (laughs) team, right? (laughs) You could say, have you been to a Red Sox game before? Or whatever sport you're at, right? If you're at um, a college football game, right? ASU Mm -hmm. is the main team here. You'd be like, oh, have you been to an ASU game before? So whatever the team is, throw that in and just ask them if this is their first time attending one. Yeah. And we put the emphasis on before, right? Have you been to a Red Sox game before? Mm -hmm. Right? So you're implying we know we're at one now. Have you been to one before? I also think, Aubrey, you know, when you start a conversation, don't overthink it. This might seem like a basic question, maybe too basic, but it's not. It's whatever gets you talking, right? Exactly. You just want to come up with something that you both have in common. In this Mm -hmm. case, you're both at a Red Sox game and build from there, right? You can ask them about the thing you have in common. This is very native, natural. There's no awkwardness in that. Mm -hmm. And then from there, the conversation can become very interesting if they're talking about what big of a fan they are. They have season tickets. Sometimes they come with their kids, right? It's going to go from there. And then who knows where you can start talking about where you work. But this is a great intro to the conversation. Yeah. I mean, the alternative is spending all this time thinking, I have to think of a great conversation starter. It has to be so smart, sorry, and so good, right? And then you don't end up talking to the person. (laughs) Exactly, right? If you overcomplicate it and think, oh, no, that's too simple. It needs to be something more interesting. No, go with the simple thing. Because that's that's normal. We're at a very casual event. This is perfect. Yeah, nothing gets more casual than a baseball game or a sporting event, right? I mean, I love it. It's summertime, get an ice cream, get a nice hot dog and a beer and just enjoy yourself. Kick back. Yes. And, and and that'll reflect, that should reflect in your conversation. You should be a little more relaxed, a little more casual. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Uh, What else could we say, Aubrey? Yeah. So you could ask, um, what sports teams do you follow? So this, um, most Americans at least have a sports team that they're rooting for. Maybe it's one of their college teams. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's a professional team. There's usually Mm -hmm. someone that they're rooting for. And so this is a great question that applies to pretty much everybody. Yeah. What about you, Aubrey? Who do you root for of all the sports and all the teams? Is there anyone right now that you follow or really care about? ASU, um, Arizona State University, mostly because, you know, my husband's a super fan and my neighbors are as well. So often we go to the games, we tailgate, <laughs> which is, oh. you know, a couple hours before you're having food and drinks and just having a great time before the game oh, even starts, which makes it like a six hour event. Oh, so. <laughs> that's so cool. We should do another episode on tailgating, on the culture of tailgating, just what it's all uh, about, what to bring if you're invited. Yes, that would be what cool. types of things people chat about, because you do. This is one of the best times where you're just kind of sitting around being social. Yeah. And I think it's a uniquely American thing. I'm not sure about it, but I have a feeling just because we have such a car culture and that's done in the car, right? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. People like drive, you have a designated spot and everyone drives their car close and usually have like a portable grill that someone's grilling, maybe burgers or hot dogs and you eat there, but it's a very, it's just a very social thing. There's nothing to do, but sit around and eat and chat. (laughs) <laughs> We're going to have to do an, an episode on that. I'm looking forward to that one. We'll, we'll what save about that you, for Lindsay? The Is there um, a sports okay, team you follow? Oh, gosh. No, no, I really don't. I'm not like, like I said, I'll go if we, you know, if we get tickets for a pro basketball or a pro hockey, I'll definitely go because it's an experience. But I really won't watch sports on TV. But sports are on in my house a lot. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> so, about individual athletes? Like you mentioned the yeah. Williams sisters. Mm-hmm. Do you sort yeah. of follow their careers? Yeah, more so in the past when I was kind of an aspiring tennis player. I used to love tennis. I used to play all the time. So I used to love people like Andre Agassi, Monica Seles. This is really dating me, but Monica (laughs) Seles, um, Steffi Graf, Pete Sampras, Andy Roddick. I loved those guys. So I was really heavy into following those individual tennis players at at one point. Yeah, and I think this brings up an interesting point where if you were asked, you know, what sports teams do you follow? And Mm -hmm. you guys, listeners out there, if you're asked that and you don't really follow teams for these big sports that have teams, but there are individual athletes you follow, you could definitely talk about that, right? Say, Mm -hmm. not really, but I love, you know, Venus Williams. And I think she's amazing. And talk about that. Yeah, that's so good. So you can always, if you're asked something and the answer doesn't quite hit the question, you can change the question. You can change your answer. It's okay to veer things slightly to the left or the right. Um, Okay. What would be the third one, Aubrey? To ask them, did you play any sports growing up? I think everyone loves to talk about their childhood and most everybody played some kind of sport as a kid. And it's fun to be a little nostalgic and call up those memories. I agree. I agree. Did you play any sports as a kid? Have we talked about this? I'm sure we have. Maybe. I did not well. I was not a star athlete. I don't have a lot of natural athleticism, (laughs) but I did play basketball and softball, like baseball, but they pitch the ball a little slower. and volleyball, but not for schools. I never tried out for a school team. It was like city league ball, a little more casual. I loved it. It was fun, but I was usually the worst person on the team. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh no 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 you couldn't have been the worst worst i was Come a bench on. warmer <laughs> let me say that so, the kid who's on the bench quite a bit because they're only played you know when they have to be so their mom doesn't complain <laughs> they're keeping the bench warm oh man well that's okay i'm sure you added other great things to the team team spirit encouragement all that good stuff <laughs> for sure i was the cheerleader right cheering yeah. them on and oh that's hard and then i did improve as i was able to practice and improve i got better at sports later in life because a lot of it is the time if you're only practicing you know an hour each week and then you send the kid to the game they don't know what Mm -hmm. they're doing yeah (laughs) some kids (laughs) have that natural talent or they're you know they're outside practicing for an hour every day maybe you guys out there were that kid that wasn't me yeah, that yeah, that's true. That was me in tennis, but only tennis. That's a thing. So I think it's good the way you did it because you got experience in a variety of sports. I mean, now you're even as an adult, you're playing team volleyball, right? Yep. So you kind of have those skills now. For me, I played a lot. I went deep, deep, deep into tennis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I yeah, I played on my college and high school teams, and that was a team environment. That was great. But now as an adult, I'm in a league right now, but there's no team aspect of it. It's just me mm. and my partner, my my tennis partner. And, you know, there's not so much that camaraderie as a team. So I kind of yeah, wish I had lot played to more team sports. Yeah. Team sports mm-hmm. where you make yeah. a lot of friends and you have... My daughter was playing soccer and she wasn't loving it. So we switched her to softball. Yeah. She's now playing fast pitch softball. And the mm-hmm. team... Um, that they're able to create. They're like cheering really loud for each yeah, other. So excited cool. for each other. She's making lots of friends. There's a lot mm-hmm. to be said for that. There's a lot to be said for that. But look at what a nice, robust conversation we've just had, guys, just by asking, did you play any sports growing up? I mean, this is what you guys could do with a native speaker, with a colleague next next to you at a sports game, or even not at a sports game, just at lunch or something, right? Yeah, exactly, right? It's always interesting to ask someone something about their youth. We all yes. have something to say. And even if they didn't, really, they're still mm-hmm. going to have an interesting to say, thing to say about why. Why didn't they play sports, right? What did they yeah. do instead? There's also a nice nostalgia that gets evoked. I could hear your smiles behind the <laughs> mic, Aubrey, when you're talking about how you were a bench warmer, and, but it was great and all this stuff. And that's cool because that opens up a nice connection. Yeah, because so you don't remember the, the bad, right? When you yeah. think back on your youth, you only remember the good times, warm, happy memories for the most yeah. part. Yes. So even though I was a bench warmer in these, <laughs> I still have fond memories of that, right? That's Making good friends point. on the team. Yeah, that's a good point. We don't remember the bad stuff. It really just comes back to positive memories for the most part. For the most part. So that's a good way to evoke that positive connection. Guys, uh, this podcast, we focus on connection, not perfection. We've just shown you a really great way to connect. And we have a lot of other ideas. So make sure you hit follow on the show now so you don't miss a single episode of our show. Right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. And we will see you guys next time. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.